Hey everybody, welcome to Objective Insanity. Today we're going to be talking about our top 10 favorite shows of all times. Also, we're going to be discussing our favorite actors with range and also following up on some of the shows we've been watching. Enjoy. Like we're all just going to be talking about like the same 10 guys. Right. Because that's just, there's main, yeah. Well, I want to, I like for multi-gambit, like Leonardo DiCaprio is probably one of my top yeah, same. favorite um, as far as versatile actors yeah. especially being young like from his acting like career mm-hmm. being so young you know some of these actors come in when they're in their 20s and 30 i mean they do stuff when they're like commercials but he was doing like you know what's eating gilbert i was gonna say stuff. that yeah and like yeah he, he, won, he got that, an oscar like, nomination for that i know playing like, a special to, needs guy playing that and then going in you know the revenue i mean just so much mm-hmm. i love leo yeah he's I great like johnny depp too yeah. I feel like he's another one of those. He's another top. I'd say they're in my top five of actors. Right. Yeah. Do- um, Depp's. He's been. He's been Willy Wonka. Uh, Johnny Depp's been. He's been Donnie Brasco. Oh, you know. Johnny, he's been Jack love, Sparrow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's I, a good character actor. Like he gets into characters mm-hmm. a lot. Um, as opposed to, and then you start seeing. Yeah, they, they call it. They call it a method actor. A method actor. Yeah. Method. Somebody who like engulfs themselves into the role. Yeah. Um. Ash, who do you like that's multi? I mean, besides the ones we just mm. said, I don't know if you like. Yeah, those. if you if you, I was thinking Vin Diesel is a multi. Oh, <laughs> I kid. I I will no. not be behind Vin Diesel. I mean, but you could argue The Rock is going. I mean, he went yeah. from wrestling. Yeah. To he's done comedic roles. Yeah, but he like I said, he's yeah. just kind of playing the same guy in each. Like he's not it, really. He's not really like his personality is not much different in any of those roles though. Right. But he, no, he does play right. he does play For many sure. different things. But it's he's always kind of just the rock. He's got the same personality, same line delivery. He doesn't his voice is the same. Yeah. So if yeah if you like look up a list of actors with range, you could find a lot of them. Will, so Will Ferrell. Yeah. But well, Will Ferrell. He's he, more comedy though. Yeah, yeah but I'm he, he's definitely a typecast. Will Ferrell. Uh, he is. T- t- not saying they're not good actors at all there's a lot yeah. of good actors i'm just saying people that have played different types of roles mm-hmm. in in not just a character you know you see um i mean even like uh, mark Wahlberg, i feel like he's type like he plays that certain persona of yeah. that boston for sure especially like in especially I mean, in the departed <laughs> i mean i don't know do you like matt damon uh, ben Affleck, like Matt Damon and Ben know, Affleck are or, both pretty versatile, I'd say. Yeah, uh, I can't, I can't think of like exactly all the things Ben Affleck has been off the top of my mind, but you know, like he's been, he was Batman, which he was a little bit darker and more proper and mm-hmm. reserved as as Batman compared to like a role you say, you know, in like Goodwill like, Hunting. You know, he's more of like loose cannon comedic. Gone Girl. Yeah, Gone Hunting. Girl. He's he's really good in in that movie. And, uh, you know, the, what was it, the accountant, let's see, Matt, what has Matt Damon been in? Matt Damon's been in I so much Char- stuff. I think yeah. Charlize Theron, too. She's played yes. a lot of different stuff. Absolutely. And oh, s- James, with- James Franco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how I've seen him in serious roles, and obviously he's been in comedic roles as well. Uh-huh. Do you feel like that's still ranged? I mean, it's, he's, that, it's see, good, but I feel like he's still, like... You see, that's you why it's hard it. to talk about. See, okay, so guy, so there's dudes who are in multiple ranges of roles, but there's only so many dudes who actually, 
you can tell that you can't like there's some dudes like you can look at them in one movie and you don't even know that that's the same guys in other movies take gary oldman for example yeah he's he's you know he plays um dude it's my favorite friend why can't i think of his name uh fifth, play, e- fifth element no it's uh he was in it, there it's in harry potter he plays uh you know severus oh, serious Seri- Seri- yeah he plays serious black and then you know in um and then in the Dark Knight series, he plays, uh, you know, he plays Commissioner Gordon. Right. So, and you wouldn't even be able to know that he's no, the same he person a, at all. Like, you would I've not even know. I've seen him in a lot of movies. Like, that's Gary Oldman? Right, exactly. You wouldn't even know. And that's the same thing for Johnny Depp. Like, you, you know, he's, he's yeah, he's Edward Scissorhands. You know, he's uh, he's Captain Jack Sparrow. He's Donnie Brasco. What else? Is he? He, he's, oh, Willy, he's Willy Wonka. And what was the other one he's in? He's the Demon Barber of, of, on Fleet Street, you know, mm-hmm. um, the Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Like, th- like those two guys. Like you cannot tell, like you can look at two roles that they've been in and you might not even know that that's the same person. And that's happened for me a few times. And then if you go like, yeah, but Leonardo DiCaprio is actually kind of on that level a little bit too. Cause you know, he's able to play, you know, that teenage heartthrob like in Titanic, but then he's able to play a special needs kid and yeah. Gil- what's he in Gilbert Grape. And then, yeah, he's then he's a very emotional actor for sure. He, I think you really buy into the character with him. I think so too. I was looking at some of these when I just searched that, that. Brad Pitt, yeah, Edward Norton. Edward yeah. Norton, I think, it is a great actor too. Oh, he's fantastic. He's definitely he's got a lot of range too. He's able to blend into a sleeper role. one. And I don't know if you feel like Jamie Fox. I was gonna now, say Jamie Fox. Which I like about Jamie Fox is that I used to watch him on In Living Color, mm-hmm. where he started, which a lot of people started from there. Jim Carrey stuff like that. He goes up. He's comedic because mm-hmm. that's how he started. Gets into serious role. He can sing. Oh yeah, he. I mean, you wouldn't. He's know got his a voice. Yeah. Like, he's got it, an Oscar and a Grammy. He's played funny roles. Mm-hmm. His Django. I love that movie. Which right. is another DiCaprio J- movie that he's fantastic in. Yeah. That oh was, my god. Django Unchained is in my top ten <sighs> favorite movies of all time, and Pulp Fiction is probably my number one. So you know, those are two Tarantino movies. Yeah. You got you got Leo and Jamie Fox in those. And yeah, and and Django. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's playing. Do you like Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. Yeah, but like, you know, you know, he was um, Saw Gerrera. Yeah, he's a good actor. He's he a very emotional, passionate actor as well. Uh, Sam Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Sam oh Jackson. yeah, for sure. That's the only thing about him though. Like he's in a lot of different things, and he plays like a lot of different roles. But he's always Sam Jackson. Yeah. Well, let's go to talk about our top favorite, top ten, whatever shows. Yeah, that you've been we, that, that we, you like of all time. Yeah, all time favorite TV shows. I kind of I have I've always kind of had like a list. I would now when you pick your top ten or top whatever, do you? Uh, is it something that you can always throw on? Yeah, you count that as like I could rewatch that. Rewatchability definitely plays a big factor. I'd say, um, you know, not everybody rewatches a show as much as like a movie mm-hmm. because sometimes you feel like you need to watch the whole thing and that'll take a while. But like, say rewatching stuff like sitcoms, which like if your favorites like. So obviously, I'm gonna have like a couple of comedies that are in my top ten favorite of all time. Yeah, you could just throw on whatever episode of one of those whenever. Absolutely, right. that'll you, play a role. You have if you have something going. Yeah, go ahead and read yours. Why I kind of, I mean, I have some in my head. I could top like mm-hmm. five, but I feel like I got to dig a little deeper. Yeah, on I'll, some of them. Yeah, I'll start. I'll I'll say I'll say them. This this isn't in order. Yeah, this isn't really completely in order. That's fine. Um, 
kind of okay kind of but not really but i and we're not going to include cartoons mainly because we mentioned that last week and because i would probably have like three cartoons maybe in my top 10 like rick and morty is probably my favorite tv show of all time so okay but yeah so i'm i'm just not going to count cartoons just for the sake of we're just going to go so we can mention stuff we haven't mentioned yeah okay so in terms of like quality favorite and rewatchability, I probably have Breaking Bad as number one, honestly, just like a lot of people probably do. You know, I haven't seen that. Really? Oh, probably, my God. I should take this break and, and start watching Absolutely. it. Now, I started it a couple episodes in, and I know I need to watch it because I know it's so good, but yeah. continue. It's, yeah, it's considered like the GOAT TV show. You should watch I've seen Breaking Bad probably three times. I watched it like twice in high school, and I watched it again before El Camino came out. Okay. So, yeah, Breaking Bad's fantastic. It's so gripping. Can, and w- w- I just want to jump in real quick. If we pick these shows, are we basing it on how we liked it going through, or are we mad at how it ended? <laughs> so then we hate it, the show you, from now on. How, how, however much the ending <laughs> waits on you. Because there's a lot of shows that I've watched for seasons, and then mm-hmm. they failed at the end, and yeah. they get pissed. Well, yeah. For example, like two of my favorite, two of the TV shows that are in my top ten, Dex, uh, or Dexter and That 70s Show, they both had terrible last seasons. Okay. And But you still put them in. Yes, they're right, both so in my top so we're not counting 10. it on the season finale. Right. Go exa- ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, I got Breaking Bad, yep. Dare, Daredevil. Daredevil. Really? Yes. And I've watched that. Okay, so I've watched Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple seasons in, and I like it. And I don't know why I got away from it, and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not doing just on all the Marvel that's on. Well, that was on like yeah. Luke Cage and stuff like that, mm-hmm. because I don't know if you've watched all those. I have pretty much, um, yeah. And they're probably good. And what was the other one? Defenders. Yeah, which is where Defenders basically- is basically like the. Uh, that's kind of where they all come together. Can, so you're talking Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I want. Can I hop in? I want to mm-hmm. bring up this story because it, it matches with Daredevil. Mm-hmm. So I was on. News feeds on Facebook, and I get like different comic book stuff, and mo- and obviously all the movie stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I read a article about the new Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this? No. Okay, and I'll share it with you, Ashton, too. Could you? And I and I ha- I saved a picture, or I screenshot it because it was just sweet. And I'll probably put this like up in on the Instagram. comics or MCU. Yeah. No, this is in the comics. Okay. So they have a new comic book coming out, Daredevil twenty two. Mm-hmm. This must be the new version of the Dare. Um, it's supposed to come out in June. Mm-hmm. This is comic book. I know it's not movie. Yeah, but uh, he supposedly is the new Iron Man. Really? So look at that picture. Wow. That's his helmet. He's got the horns. Okay. So they're talking That's... now. Nobody knows anything. They've shared this, and it's all hearsay. So obviously, when the comic book comes out, but they're so you imagine the powers of what Iron Man suit has. Yeah. And then the senses of what Daredevil has. Oh, absolutely. I mean, how sweet is that? That is really cool. The horns. I mean, so that, that actually comes out. Do, is there a Marvel? I know they have a subscription for comic books. Yeah. You can get per month. Um, but this is supposed to come out June of this year. That, that issue talking about, uh, Matt Murdock being Iron Man. Gotcha. This is post, Endgame. Yeah, right. So Iron Man, he, you know, Tony Stark's dead. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Isn't that cool though? I just wanted to share that. Yeah, that is cool. I wonder if that's I wonder if that's in like the main canon. If it is, that's crazy. Could you imagine them introducing that in yeah. the, down the road? I just don't Wouldn't know how sweet? I would feel about it because like, you know, Daredevil Or is it two different superheroes? Matt, yeah, Matt like, Murdock is really smart, but he's not like a genius scientist. 
You no. know what I mean? So I don't know. You'd just that, be using the suit. Yeah, that would kind of be a little bit weird for me, but I don't know. That's pretty that's pretty interesting though, especially if they make that part of the main canon because yeah, you know, they got the like Infinity War stuff. That's that stuff was part of the main Marvel canon and you know, they made that in Infinity War and Endgame and I that's part like, that's part of the, you know, one of the comic uh stories for sure. I mean, sure. it looks sweet. But like like you said, they're two different. Daredevil's cool on his own. Yeah, and then but go ahead, they're talk com- about Daredevil. Yeah. It's so, oh yeah, no, it's cool. They're you just, like Daredevil. Daredevil's incredible, you know. So it's just like the Netflix one. Yeah, obviously. Netflix Daredevil. Yeah, it's Not like the movie. A, yeah, yeah, it's like a crime. It's a it's a crime thriller, but it happens to involve a superhero. It's kind of like The Dark Knight. It, it's a crime thriller that involves a superhero. So the thing about Daredevil, one of the things that I love so much is like it's similar to Dexter, which is also one of my top ten favorite TV shows. He's How a, so? Because they're vi- they're vigilantes slightly, so they live a double life. Like De- Dexter's a blood splatter analyst for the Miami Police Department, mm-hmm. and Daredevil is a lawyer in New York City. So they so both of their their double life career is somewhat uh, part of the crime, and it helps them figure out what they want to do in their vigilantism. Right. So, like, that, their job contributes to how they go about themselves in their nightlife. So, so, so Daredevil, the, one of the amazing things about it that everybody talks about is the incredible, incredible fight choreography. Like, the, they got wide shots. You could see them all doing the martial arts and everything. There's very few cuts. Daredevil's notorious for having one... They, they'll have, like, one... Oh, like one scene per season. In the first in the first season, it was a hallway fight. In the second season, it was a staircase fight, and in the third season, it was a fight in the prison. Mm-hmm. So they'll have like these fights where it's a one take. You know how 1917 was for uh, was yeah, made. Yeah, one take shot. Yeah, they'll have they'll have one of those big things every single season, okay. and it's just one of the most incredible things you've ever seen. You're like, I don't even know how they're filming this. I don't know how they're doing this so good. Like the fighting looks pretty much authentic. It looks like a bunch of ninjas and stuff. That's cool. But it doesn't a lot look, of practice. Yeah, but it doesn't even look like a dance. You know, it doesn't look overly choreographed. It looks really, really good, and it's just it's mind blowing. But that's not even that's not even just it's not even just those ones. You know, just all the fighting and action in general, they handle very good in in Daredevil, and they and they did it just about just as well in Punisher. Not quite to that level, but that that's the one thing about like the other Marvel shows, like uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. They don't film the fight choreography nearly as good. It's kind of just like them throwing people around. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's one of the things I need to get. I need to get. I think I watched like two seasons of Daredevil. Mm -hmm. I probably need to get back on it because it it was really good. I like the story. I like the actor that played Daredevil. Yeah, Um, yeah, Charlie Cox is great. I thought he did that really well. So, Mm -hmm. what else do you have? I just want to finish up my oh. thoughts on Daredevil real quick. Love just cause, Daredevil. Yeah, just because <laughs> some people might not believe it being in a top ten, but it's in a lot of it's actually in a lot of people's top ten shows of all time because it's nuts. It's a superhero show, but it's not. It's like a crime thriller, you know. It's got a good story. Yeah, yeah, and it's not just yeah all pizzazz, I guess. The screenplay, the writing is is incredible. It's it goes so deep, you know, because with the kingpin and everything, and then yeah, the second season gets a little bit more grand scale because it's setting up for the defenders. It has to do with a little bit more like I guess you'd call it supernatural stuff, and then in the third season, it goes back to that grounded, to the grounded Daredevil thing. But the third season picks up right, picks up right after the Defenders. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna watch Daredevil all the way through, you gotta watch Daredevil season one, two, watch the Defenders, and then Daredevil season three. Because you could just think of Daredevil, you could just think of the Defenders as kind of like, like you know. It's like Daredevil season two and a half, and it would be like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage season one and a half. Okay. You know, so you kind of you have to see the Defenders, but yeah, so that's in, that's in my top ten. It's incredible. Action's great. 
the story's great. It's like, you know, it's amazing. I'd, I'd recommend everybody to check it out, especially if you like dark, gritty stuff. That's exactly what it's like. The only the only thing I, I understand why some people don't like Daredevil quite as much is because mm-hmm. it is heavily dialogue-driven. And, you know, typically people born after 2000 don't like stuff that's heavily dialogue-driven. They kind of like more just, like, quote-unquote stuff happening. Right. So, yeah, Daredevil is dialogue-driven, and some people might find it boring at some parts, but the high points... And of Daredevil and the story is just too incredible. So yeah, so far I got Breaking Bad, Daredevil, Dexter, mm-hmm. which is similar. It's uh, it's kind of similar. I'm not gonna go too far into it though. Everybody kind of knows what Dexter is. He's a serial killer who kills bad people. Right. So then I got that '70s show, mm-hmm. which that show was very you love that show. Yeah. Right. It's it's very good. It was very I mean, f- Ashton Kutcher's like mm-hmm. break. I mean, he yeah, from c- there he yep. grew up absolutely, and Mil- Mila oh. Kunis. Yeah, and I mean, married a lot of now, yeah, did. yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah, right. That they started off on the show together dating, and now and they're married years later. Demi Moore. And yeah. To the yep. And, and Mila Kunis. She was. I like with, Ashton Kutcher. Me too. Me too. Yeah. He's always hilarious. He's hilarious and everything. He just plays himself in all of his he's roles hilarious. too. He's a good dude yeah. overall. If you just yeah, like yeah. overall like outside of his acting. Yeah, career. he's very. He does a lot. He's very involved with. Yeah, he's very philanthropic for yeah, sure. He is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got that '70s show. That show was just so funny, and I love the nostalgia of the '70s. Obviously, I didn't grow up in the '70s, but that that show was important for me, mm-hmm. caring about the generations that came before me. Because okay. I would like see how they portray like the '70s, and they would like have that '70s culture, like the music and the and the styles and just the activities they did. So that really engulfed me in it. Just like you know the time period it took place, and it got me into other time periods too. So. That 70s show was really formative on my mind. I watched it a lot in in middle school and a lot in high school. Okay. And I've watched it all through probably over 10 times, like how people watch The Office. Yeah. That's how I've watched that 70s show. I would just, just throw, throw it, it on. on. Yeah, I haven't done that in a few years, really. Like, sometimes I'll throw it on, like, before bed. But, yeah, that 70s show is probably my favorite sitcom of all time. Um, and then, if so, this this will also be in my top 10. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. That would probably be tied as my second, as my favorite. It's very sitcom. popular. It's yeah. a funny show. It's been on for a long time. It's for it, it was kind of underground for like the it first was. few seasons. I think seasons. it was a sleeper. It like was people didn't catch on and yeah. then they started watching it. Yeah, because it's more mature. It's more explicit than like network TV. Mm-hmm. You know, cause it's an FX show, but it was like a show that you would be able to find. It's like a show that's like the caliber of like an HBO show or a Showtime show. You know, they go they say stuff that you're like, wow, I didn't know you could say or do that on TV. Right. So yeah, that's that's how it's all. It's always sunny is like Seinfeld and Cheers and South Park. Mm-hmm. all mixed into one basically that's kind of how i've always viewed it so, but yeah it's always sunny is great so then i got we're not doing cartoons so then i got the sopranos that's mm-hmm. in there sopranos one of the you know oh, mo- most influential huge. great shows ever especially for hbo absolutely that's one of the things that kicked hbo off is the superpower it is today sure and then then i'm gonna go stranger things is in my top 10 mm-hmm. we all know Me about too. stranger things <laughs> yeah it's, it's great i would have to say as well yeah the nostalgia the story the acting the aesthetics it's great the writing mm-hmm. and now go right right beside that now i'm gonna say dark that show that i've told you i was you wondering got. if you're gonna bring that up because you, yes. you cl- raved about it last it's week. it's incredible <laughs> i honestly <laughs> i think i like dark better than than stranger things because the writing of dark okay i'm gonna say this <laughs> dark is a top three best written show of all time from you what really i've seen like it's like right yeah it's right up there with daredevil or, or i mean with uh not daredevil uh breaking bad it's right okay. up there with breaking bad is mm-hmm. as the best written show i've ever seen like i'm not even joking like you've never seen a plot this this intricate and you've never seen stuff that like 
stuff that's so connected and comes in a circle and the the use like i said the use of time travel in the show is probably the best implementation of time travel i've ever seen really? in a movie or tv i have to watch it it's it's incredible yeah it's a it's how many ger- seasons it's, it's just two so far two? okay yeah and the third season's coming out and oh my god that's probably my most anticipated third season cool. of all time so yeah dark is in my top 10 as well it's, it's german so you can watch it subtitled or dubbed okay i watch it dubbed so i can it's just I, a little easier to yeah, consume yeah because you can you know you're just hearing them better and your eyes trying to go up, down, watch scene and read. Right. I yeah. like to be able to watch the whole thing rather than reading. And you exactly. said it dubs pretty deep. It's okay. I think it's, a dub is good. Bad. Yeah. Okay. Some people don't like it, but it does. The sentences are exactly as long as their sentences are. It's just the mouse won't always line up. I'm waiting for you to say one more that I think you're going to say. That, yeah. Was, hold on. Did I, was that, how much was that so That's far? Four. Four or five. So, uh, I yeah, five. so I said Breaking Bad, yep. Daredevil, yep. Dexter, mm-hmm. That 70s Show, It's Always Sunny, Stranger Things, Dark. So I got three more, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, see, this is this I'm is pretty gonna, hard. I'm gonna guess that one of these three is gonna be. You you might get it, you might get it right. Let me see. I feel. Should like... I say what it is? Sure. Go Westworld. On. Yeah, Westworld, I would say, probably <laughs> yeah, is my number 10. We talked about Westworld that episode. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, you West think Ro- that's in the top 10? Yeah, too? Westworld yeah. was teetering. How- it, it would probably be outside my top 10 if we're including the cartoons, but yeah, in terms of the live-action shows, Westworld is in there. Cool. So like I said, Westworld's just incredible. It's th- That's also a show that's very very smartly written. Mm-hmm. You know, b- b- uh, the creator of Westworld, you know, is the brother of Christopher Nolan, right? No. Christopher Nolan's brother, Jonathan, Jonathan Nolan. Yeah, really? Jonathan Nolan has actually worked on the Dark Knight movies and other Christopher Nolan like he's like he he does part of the screenplay on on the dark knight the dark knight rises inception interstellar like uh jonathan nolan has actually been a writer on a lot of christopher nolan's movies and everybody knows christopher nolan he's probably the best director working today he's one of the best of all time but yeah his so this is so westworld he's the best of all time uh, one of the best no he's one no i said he's one of the best of all he's time a good, he's Every, a good director everybody sure. pretty much anybody will say that christopher nolan's in the top 10 directors of all would time would you say he's the best no. Ashton says no, and I say no. So I, well, I you lose it's in object, this. It's it's, it's subject. It is. It's because you like the movie, and I. I'm not talking I, about favorite. I'm saying you the like best. Scorsese. Oh yeah, Scorsese's in okay. my top five. I'll tell you who the top ten directors of all time are. So why do you like Christopher Nolan so much? Because I because I feel like Knight? I feel like you guys haven't seen enough of Christopher Nolan to even have an opinion. Honestly, what other ones do you does he have? He's I mean, got the dark? dark the Dark Knight series, Inter- yes. Interstellar, Inception. See, I haven't seen Interstellar. Dun- uh, Dunkirk. Um, I've seen it. The M- Memento. Uh, oh, have you seen, seen Memento? Yeah, Memento's insane. That's um, a good movie. Yeah, have you seen? He did that. Yeah, I like. Have you that. seen the Magician movie with uh, Chris- Christian Bale and yeah. uh, Hugh Jackman? Okay. Uh, what's, what's that called? Yeah, he did. <sighs> there that. was two of them at the same time. Yeah, and Edward Norton and people were confused. I know which yep. one you're talking about. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can't remember the name that. of it. Yeah, he did that too. Okay. Yeah, he's. He's nuts, man. He's crazy. So, he's really good. Very good list. Yeah. So, but he's in. The, so yeah, Westworld is mm-hmm. made by his brother, and okay. it's actually written by. It's it's created by his brother and her and his wife. So Lisa Joy and Christopher Nolan. They did all of them. Yeah, yeah. The, not they don't direct every episode, but yeah, they're the creators of the show, the executive producers, and they write and direct a lot of the episodes. Yeah, Christopher or uh, cool. Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy. Yeah, this is this is pretty this is pretty tough, honestly, because I, I feel like if there's some of them I don't have written down. I'm about, I'm about to pull up best TV shows of all time right after this because I know you guys are going to go with yours too but mm-hmm. off the top of my head you know i would think x files has got to be up oh twin peaks twin peaks twin peaks is in my top 10 favorite shows of all time oh i was going to send you a tiktok 
of the act of him, the main actor. He did. Oh, of he McLaughlin. Was, he was driving. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm entering the town of Twin Peaks. And oh yeah. And he was. It was like cardboard cut out. Right. It was so funny. That's I wish awesome. I could find it again because I'm like, you would laugh. Yeah, Diane. It's 11:30 a.m. Yes. I'm entering the town of that Twin was Peaks. It. He's sitting there. I've never seen so many trees. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, Twin Peaks is in my top 10. That that's that would be number 9, right? Yes. Yeah, because I, I said nine. Westworld and Twin Peaks. So yeah, that's what, what do you think? If you don't have to add my number 10, I don't I I don't think I could put X-Files quite in my top 10 cuz I haven't seen nearly enough of it yet, but I love it. Hold on. Seinfeld? See, that that would be kind of just outside it, I feel like because mm-hmm. because I don't like Seinfeld quite as much as that 70s show and and it's always sunny. Okay. Well, I got the office. Yeah. Got the office. Okay. For sure. A lot I'm sure a lot of people yeah. have the office. Office, I do. So this isn't really in any order, it's just my list. Mm. Well, I got Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield? Okay. I've heard good things about yeah, that. It's one. A good show. I know you really like yeah, it. I never yeah. was able to watch it, but I know it's good. Yeah, there's six seasons. It's really good. The first couple seasons are like man but that's how mm. it is it's kind of what is it like more mainly like espionage stuff oh uh, no it's actually well the first two seasons are more um more typical marvel stuff like dealing with the mm-hmm. world and then the second couple seasons get into the the mutants and inhuman stuff actually mm-hmm. and then in the fifth <coughs> season something happens which i'm not gonna say but um that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, know, it, it's a really it, good show. Yeah, because it, it ties into the MCU. Yeah, it's got so. Phil Coulson. Yeah. Uh, yep. For sure, he's a big part of the of uh, the Avengers movie. Right. Um, I got Drake and Josh. Okay. That would be an honorable mention for me. Honorable <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't go into more any Disney or Nick stuff, Mace. But yeah, I'm I'm because okay. there's probably a lot of that so. stuff would be honorable mention. I just want to. I'm really picky about i know yeah <laughs> you get more in depth on the show structure what else Drake uh, and Josh? i also got stranger things i got full house awesome mm-hmm. I love i love full show. house Man, yeah another uh mandalorian okay mandalorian's great yep and then i got the the eric andre show which one oh, you watch that show yeah. what is it eric andre show eric no i don't what is that what you don't know eric andre show no Oh. Who's Eric Andre? He's a you've seen the actor before who play his is his name Eric Andre in real life, yeah. right? Yeah, Eric Andre. He's been in a few things. You if you've seen him, you would know what he looks like. But yeah, he's got like his own show. I'm it's not like exactly. It's like a it's like a satire show. It's not. It's mm-hmm. like a oh. kind of like a joke of a show. Gotcha. That's cool. I he does a bunch of weird. Mine stuff. are obviously gonna be through time too. Mm-hmm. I try to balance it from old to to new. Definitely. I didn't watch a lot of shows when I was younger. Like as far as like. I feel like I didn't until I got older. Right. Like, I'm going to say Friends, for sure. That would be one of my honorable mentions, no doubt. Just because I grew up in, in love for and that's something that I will throw on anytime. It's on Yeah, TV right. Friends is great. Yeah. Um, I also have Stranger Things as well, as you guys do. I have The Office, Game of Thrones. Okay, yeah, I never, I never was watching that, but I know that it's considered like a top three TV show of all time. I like Lost, and that's one of the ones awesome. I was comparing about, like toward the end, because with Lost, when they were doing that and it started out, I felt like this was the early age of social media and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. they were um, adapting the show writing, mm-hmm. like they would change where it was kind of going based on what how the fans were reacting. So yeah, I understand that some of that stuff is. Um, it it's just older, I guess. I like uh, what I do. Yeah, Lost isn't too I, old. That was two thousand. I was gonna say Walking Dead. 
Okay. It's really lost my interest as it's going on, but yeah, I, I at the time, I was that was something that like I had to watch. Like mm-hmm. I loved Walking Dead coming out. Yeah, my family's obsessed with The Walking Dead. I would have to say Modern Family. Oh, Modern Family. My the mom loves I that do show because I appreciate the writers. Mm-hmm. This the lines they throw in and the little innuendos of how they script it mm-hmm. and they'll tie stuff back in it is just great. I think the writing speaks for it. I mean, they do great acting, but like, I just love how they write the jokes and uh-huh. stuff in, in modern family. It's just hilarious. Oh, absolutely. Um, That's a mockumentary though, too, right? Like that. It's kind of shot like a documentary, it but will, you know, it's, it's written. They, they do. They'll do their little interviews. Like, gotcha. So yeah. yes, that, that's kind of mockumentary. That's been one of the, probably the only reason I've never watched it is Cause like I said, I just can't do mockumentaries. But it's not as heavy as like the office mm-hmm. or, or like, like a, parks and rack. Okay. Gotcha. Stuff like that. I feel like they do do the little interviews of mm-hmm. like they're following around, but more of it's, I feel like they only do those if they need to fill in spots. Mm-hmm. I feel I gotcha. like they really will follow the story. I don't even know how many that was. It's probably close to it. I guess that's it. I mean, that would be a top ish they can think of off the top of my, that I love. I mean, I would always stay with like friends or office because those are ones that I could just actually throw on TV at all times and right. watch things like Game of Thrones and and Lost. I like I enjoyed the show. I wouldn't just throw on episodes like and just rewatch them all the time, I guess. Right. I would, so I just kind of want to the honorable mentions would be yes, yeah, stuff like Drake and Josh, mm-hmm. Friends, Seinfeld. Um I would have X-Files as an honorable mention cuz I haven't seen enough. Honestly, Everybody Hates Chris would be an honorable mention for me. I love that show, the Chris Rock show about his childhood. Yeah, it was the good. show's great. It was funny. Yeah, uh Louie uh, Louis C.K.'s um, sitcom that he did. I think I can't remember what network it was on. It might have been FX, but I can't remember. So, yeah, Louis is basically, it's just Louis C.K. playing a, obviously, Louis C.K.'s name's a little bit tainted right now. Yeah, but, but at the time. Yeah, but uh, his, uh, but yeah, it's basically him playing a fictionalized version of himself in New York, and it, it's hilarious. It's kind of like a dramedy, mm-hmm. but it's really, really good. And I, I would have Full House as an honorable mention because I grew up with it and it has a lot of good lessons. It is a little bit corny and cheesy at times, <laughs> but it's full, you know, it's full house. I've always viewed friends as like Seinfeld mixed with full house. That's how I've always viewed friends. Really? Yeah. Cause obviously, cause in Seinfeld, they, there's no hugging, no lessons learned that that's, that's their, that was their motto of writing. That's Larry David's motto. No hugging, no lessons, which mm-hmm. is what full house is completely. Mm-hmm. But then Seinfeld, but then friends is a lot like Seinfeld, you know, the friends hanging out in New York, but then it's got a lot of that full house stuff, like the hugging and lessons and, right. you know, the sentimental stuff, you know, Seinfeld's just them being a bunch of cynical douches right. kind of, and the, it's always sunny is like Seinfeld, but on a next level, it it's is. like them being really bad people. <laughs> that's, that's the funny thing about it. it's always sunny. I, uh, the Mandalorian is kind of pushing in there just because it's, it's so honor- new and it's yeah. exciting. It's very exciting. It's in an honorable mention for sure. And you're, I got a lot I mean, of, car- okay. but it hasn't been out a lot. I mean, we're all giddy about it. Yeah, it's exciting to see what season two will bring. Mm-hmm. It's longevity, I guess. For sure, I guess, yeah, yeah, and I got a lot of cartoons, but okay, okay. I'm gonna say my, I'm, if I'm gonna have to throw in a number ten, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Firefly. Really. Firefly, it's only they only it only premiered for one season. It's fourteen episodes. Mm-hmm. It's made by Joss Whedon. It's it's Joss Whedon's creation. But basically, if I had to describe Firefly, okay, it's a space western. If I had if so if it's like an amalgamation. It's got a lot of Star Trek. It's got a lot of Star Wars, mm-hmm. and it's got a lot of Avengers to it. 
Joss Whedon is the creator of the first two Avengers. He's the creator of Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron, and he wrote and directed those. And Joss Whedon, throughout his whole life, because, you know, he also did did Firefly, he did Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there was another show he did. Joss Whedon's characters, is that he's always known for having really eccentric characters that have really good, snappy dialogue. Really? Like, yeah, he's known for his, like, you know the Avengers dialogue, you know the way they communicate with each other? I love the original Avengers. Yeah, for sure, like, but they, they carry on that style the russos carried on that style with the next two avengers movies too they carried on that joss whedon dialogue. dialogue yeah right. you know they're, they're psych- sarcastic you know they got that quick back and forth you know they'll kind of make fun of each other right they that's that's firefly like firefly the way they talk to nathan fillion's the main guy nathan fillion's big in nerd culture it's him and he's got a crew of people on this on his ship called the firefly and uh, it takes place like in the future a little bit. Um, there was kind of like an intergalactic war, and the United States and China became the main superpowers. But like, it's kind of like it's it's interplanetary. They've expanded out through the galaxy to more planets. So yeah, it's like it's a lot like Star Wars because it's a space western. Like. It takes place in space, but like when they land on these planets or something, they'll have like you know they'll have standoffs. You but know, they like got an the older guns. Feel of it, yeah, for sure. And so it's, it's future, but yet it's future, not. yeah, but it's not exactly. It kind of feels modern, but it kind of feels throwback. So and it'll have some of that Western music, but it's very, very sci-fi, very Western. And it's got like that Star Trek feel, you know. It's you and a, it's them and a group of people on a on a on a ship, mm-hmm. like discovering new things going out like finding the meaning yeah finding the meaning of life okay yeah and then it's got like i said it's got that avengers aspect of the that group and the way they talk and communicate with each other and you see it completely because joss whedon is one of my favorite creators of all time just because of all the stuff he's done Mm -hmm. he joss whedon he also co-wrote toy story you know that he's one of the writers of toy story the first one yeah him him and one other guy they co-wrote that he wrote like he wrote toy story like, Joss Whedon is incredible. Interesting. Yeah, so he's done all that. Yeah, so I would have to say Firefly. It's only 14 episodes, and I haven't even seen every episode yet. I'm on, like, episode 10, but this show is incredible. Oh, you're making a decision even yes. before watching it. Yeah, like it's, it a, it's, it's incredible. It's really, really good. I would recommend you guys to watch it because— What's that on? It's, it's on at? Hulu. Okay. Yeah, it's on who I would recommend you guys watch it because I know you guys like Star Wars and you guys like the Avengers and I I know you guys like Joss Whedon even though you might have not known it like you guys really How do like Joss Whedon. Whedon. How yeah. long are the episodes? For 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. It's it's so really nice. really good. I would say if you if you're into stuff like Star Wars, Star Trek, you know, you like and you like a little bit of western flair and you like the Avengers dialogue, you will love Firefly. I love Firefly. Okay. I'm going to say it's in my top 10. Cool. Yeah, so All right. We'll take a quick break. Cool. Pause, and then we'll come back. All right, hold on. Make sure to drink your daily cup of pasta water. Room temperature pasta water has massive benefits for your digestive health, kidney health, and is known to give you clearer and healthier skin. Pasta water strengthens the natural bacteria found in your stomach and aids your kidney in filtering out many toxins. Any water used to boil pasta will work. A cup a day keeps you fresh inside and out. Okay, we're back. We're going to talk about, um, well, we were just talking about Barry, because Mason loves that show. It was another one he wanted to talk it's about. It's fantastic. That could almost we're be talk my about, top ten. We're going to talk about what's going on with the virus and pushing productions and stopping productions and shifting movies to VOD and uh, streaming content automatically. Do you know, I mean, we can talk about, we talked about it before, pushing Bond back, mm-hmm. um, They've pushed what other releases back, current releases, 
that got pushed back immediately. Basically, just I mean, everything all, that's I, coming I, out within April, May, mm-hmm. maybe even in June, mm-hmm. have been pushed back. These um, and July, a few July, July ones now. So some of these uh, studios, especially Universal, I see Paramount, uh, Warner Brothers, especially Universal went to or the two movies. So Invisible Man. Yeah, Invisible Man was already came out yesterday. Yeah, they, they, on VOD, uh-huh. so you can rent it. Yeah, they made a bunch of money on that though, so they were okay with releasing it already. But yeah, like, but it's, I mean, yeah, this is, uh, this is abnormal. They exactly. Don't normally yeah. come out this quick. Right. Uh, Absolutely. Emma. Emma. Yeah. And then was it blood? Is Bloodshot Universal? And Bloodshot was the yeah, other one. So which I don't think. They might as well just did that anyways because I yeah, don't think exactly. it's going to do good. Exactly. It so didn't do are, good at all at the box those office. Those are blockbuster movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not talking like drawing demand. What's interesting is stuff like Disney. When you're talking like Disney movies or Marvel or big production movies. Mm-hmm. Um, even DC, but now Or even DC. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. these big productions. So Disney took Onward, which we went and saw at the theater. You saw at the theater. It, it was only a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's already going to go to Disney Plus. Yep, April third. Yeah, which this is so th- they're not even going to demand. They're just putting it out on the content. Well, why no, is it? They, I'm mad they haven't put Rise of uh, Skywalker on there yet. Oh, they I mean can't. it's released. They can't, they can't because there, there's for Oscars. There's a period of time where you have to wait to put your stuff out on VOD. There's oh. a period so. That's why we're not. Yeah, that's why they did it with onwards yeah, so quick, but yes. not. It's Star all. Wars. It all has to do with Oscars and awards because okay. Star Wars already did its run. It already had its couple months in theaters, so they're just. Star Wars wasn't affected by it at all, so they're doing what they would do. Like when a movie comes out in theaters, it's usually going to be in theaters for two to three months, and then there's another grace period that you got to wait for it to come out on. You got to wait a certain amount of time for to release it on Blu-ray or streaming or digital. Yeah, I mean they'll do. You'll see them do digital early. Mm -hmm. Digital's always a little bit earlier than than kind of their perk. Like, hey, digitally download it. Yeah, I mean you're gonna see that grow as much. Yep, it's always a little bit earlier than Blu-ray. But yeah, no. What other like uh, so? Well, I want to explain onward situation though because. Do you know a little more? Well, yeah, because the, the the onward situation is really really crazy because. Okay, so this wasn't not going to... So if there was no coronavirus, this movie would have done just fine, basically. Mm-hmm. But what's going on with this is weird. So it made a, it made $100 million at the box office so far, which, like, that that's not good because the movie costs about $200 million to make. So they've already... so But that's all they're going to get out of this so far. And that so this is one of the movies that was weird because it came out kind of right before the coronavirus scare, but then the coronavirus completely affected its box office. Mm-hmm. So... So onward, it was in the in the midst of it being out. Exactly, yeah. So, it's weird. It's in the it was in the midst. It kind of already had a little bit of a run, which it didn't make much money. But Pixar was like, well, it's not like they're like we already released this. We can't put it back on the shelf and then release it yeah, months re- later back in theaters. It's not going to work that way, really. Right. So they're like, we kind of have no choice for onward. We got to put it put it out earlier. Yeah. So well, they put it out on. So you it's can not, get it's a digital gonna, download early. Yeah, it won't be on Disney Plus till April third. But yeah, you could digital download it right now for the people that don't have Disney Plus. Yep. So or you want to buy that. it? Yeah, and it'll be on Blu-ray earlier probably too. But yeah, so they had to do that. Like they're gonna still lose money on this for sure because just how much. So like a, if a if a if it costs two hundred million to make. It doesn't necessarily mean if it makes two hundred million at the box office, that's not going to make it break even because 
a cut of it goes to the movie theaters, a cut goes to the studios, a cut there everybody gets a cut of the box office. And also the you, that does in the in the production cost doesn't fa- factor in the marketing. Right. So if you factor in the marketing of Onward too, it probably costs more, closer to three hundred million. Sure. So for a movie like Onward that has a two hundred million production budget or one hundred seventy five million production budget, and then like over fifty million budget for marketing, that movie would have to make at least like four hundred fifty five hundred million to Just be to profitable break or break even. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing and. You're not going to come anywhere close to that on VOD. Like even if you look at the the most bought Blu-rays or most um, most you know downloaded digital or stream stuff, like they're they're not coming really anywhere close to the big box office totals. Is that be- because of sheer volume? Because of a family of four going to see a movie and each ticket price compared to me buying the movie and just watching it? Yeah. That, that definitely plays a big out? role. Absolutely, I'm paying twenty bucks to rent it. Mm-hmm. As opposed to going paying 50, 60 bucks to go see yeah. the theater. Yeah, when you go in theaters, you're paying per set of eyes. Yeah. You know, when you're and when you buy it on, you know, Blu-ray, DVD, uh, stream, you know, everybody's seeing well, it. You could have twelve people watching it. Or exactly. Whatever. So okay. and plus not everybody wants to buy something on stream. Uh, not everybody wants to buy it on digital or Blu-ray. So like some people will be like, All right, well, if it's not gonna be in theaters, I just don't even need to see it. Like they're not even gonna care. Right. That, so you're right. You have v- different aspects mm-hmm. of how they wanna consume it. Absolutely, and that that would go for like an Avengers movie even too, because some people kind of just go see it because it's out. Obviously, they got the big fan base, but any movie is going to lose money doing that because if it's not in theaters, some people just don't care to see it because you know there's obviously people who watch movies more casually. Well, I go yeah. to movies differently than you want to go see movies. Like mm-hmm. you like seeing movies all the time. Yeah, I like to go to the theaters for certain types of movies. Yep. Like I like adventure movies or stuff that's. You know, captivating. I won't go to every movie like drama or serious movie, mm-hmm. like the Ben Affleck movie. You said was really good. Yeah, that's something that I probably wouldn't go to the oh, theater and see. Understandable, completely. Um, but that's just me. Yeah, there's other people that are like, oh, I'm going to see that. Yeah, so, but then there's the people who are like even a level below you. They're just like, I'm kind of just going to the movie. It's just something fun that we'll do, do today, right? Yeah, just like an outing. Like, exactly. That's just something we'll do today. Or it's just like, oh, hey, that seems all right. We'll do, we'll go see that. Like, so yeah, that the, the casuals. If they're not going to see it in theaters, they're not going to buy it on on VOD or streaming or Blu-ray or anything like that. So yeah, just if a movie with that type of budget goes to streaming or anything like that early, it's going to take a. It's they're going to they're kind of just like I said, they're trying to minimize loss at this point, uh, especially for Onward. But for a movie like, but for a movie like Black Widow, which what I was, it's the that same. That was thing. the other one I was going to say. So there, that one's very. This is going to be interesting. So. Big movies coming up soon, like Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. 1984, and Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Those are the big ones, yes. As far as like comic book stuff. Mm-hmm. Big productions. Yep, big budgets. Big, big budgets. budgets. That's Big this, marketing. What are they going to do? Exactly. Like they're, they're saying, no, we're pushing it back. So they've the first thing is we're going to push it at. But what I read was about these people, these studios pushing these uh, movie releases back is we're gonna have all this stacked at the end of the year. Yeah, right. And like, when are they gonna try to release all that's, these? Yeah, that's you what people have stuff have been wondering. coming out later in the mm-hmm. year. It's gonna affect. You're gonna have like 60, 16 movies releasing. You're gonna, you're gonna a have a big blockbuster coming out every week. Every and then they're weekend, gonna competing. Yeah. Yep, they will be competing. really strongly when they thought, oh, we're gonna open this in May. 
or so April, nobody's around. Yeah. Right. So, well, <laughs> so this is this is going to be their thinking. So the same thing I told you. Black Widow's got very similar budget to Onward. You know, it would have to make four hundred, four fifty, five hundred million Just to break because even. Because the animation. Exactly. Well, yeah, because of the CGI and, and everything. Yeah. If okay. you look, if you look at every comic at comic book movies and a lot of and an the, animation of the big animation movies, yeah, the budgets are usually over one hundred fifty million. Okay. Which is big. It's time. Yeah. So that's just and, usually how it is. Okay. Especially with Black Widow, you know, it's gonna have plenty of CGI and stuff, and they got they're paying big name actors too because sure. that goes into the production budget. So yeah, Black Widow would have to at the box office, it would have just had to make four hundred to five hundred million to break even. But that's a that's a movie that they were gonna make. If okay, so if none of this would have happened and Black Widow was coming out at its regular day, it would everybody it would have made probably somewhere around eight hundred million. It, yeah. it might have made a billion. I'm not the one to say that, but it definitely could have. Like nobody knew Joker was gonna make a billion. No. So. Or so, Black Panther. Yeah, or Black Panther. So, I mean, Black Panther made like 13 or 1.3. Yeah, could be a sleeper movie. Yeah, it could be. So, yeah, but like like I said, it was going to probably make somewhere around $800 million. But now with this situation... Now it's really... They're like, okay, they're like, <laughs> it costs too much money. You can't, you can't release this Black Widow movie on VOD because it won't come anywhere close. It might, it probably, it wouldn't even make its production budget back. No. Right. It, it wouldn't even do that. So that this for this movie, they're going to... They're gonna cut their lot. They're gonna be like, okay, if we scrap it and put it out later when all these other movies are coming out, they're like, yeah, we know it's gonna make less at the box office. But like, it'll be more than VOD. Right, exactly. They're like, we know we're not gonna get our eight hundred million, but it's like we can get our four hundred, five hundred million and break, break, break even, maybe get a little bit of profit out of it. So that's what they're gonna. It's but, hard. So you have big. Pro- I mean, those are the two. The Batman. Yeah, that's th- that's, that's 2021 though. That's the end oh. of 2021. That's still they they stopped production they on that. Stop in, these are just stop production, yeah. like production, Fast Nine yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Stranger Things. Well, Fast well Fast Nine got pushed back like a compl- a year completely. Fa- Fast Nine was supposed to come out like soon, but they pushed that back to 2021. Stranger Things. Stop yeah, production. yeah, they stopped production on Stranger Things for a little bit. Um, a lot of TV shows, you know, the Marvel TV shows they've yeah. done that for. They stopped production. There's other stuff that's in production right now too that they stopped. The- what else is coming out? What, so what is well, Wonder, Shift, Wonder Woman? We'll Wonder Woman. Talk about That's that. That's the other one we'll, that I just saw that that might get yo, shifted. Yeah, too. Warner Brothers was talking about putting it on VOD. Like, That's not yeah. confirmed. That was just exactly. hearsay. It, but same thing for the Black Widow situation. Like they can't do that. Like in my like no, they can. Yeah, no, the, but they, they can sh- do it. But they shouldn't. But they're at gonna all. lose. Exactly. They will. Put, they will lose so much money if they do that. Like it'll be bad. Like it. There's a lot of things that I think couldn't happen and right they do exactly right yeah so nothing's off the table mm-hmm. and but that, they lose so much money i mean or, i mean everybody is yeah airlines businesses i mean nobody wins from this it, it, it nobody is safe from this mm-hmm. and by safe like because like affected by it like everybody gets affected by what's going on no matter what if you're the famous or rich or if you make not much money everybody gets affected by what this is and mm-hmm. is connected um, it's the butterfly effect. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Because so here's an interesting thing, and I read this about last week. That Apple. Apple yep, yeah. Yep. So that's rumored that Apple could purchase. I know this isn't full movie, but Apple could purchase Disney mm-hmm. because of it losing. How crazy? Because how that would that be? be? Exactly. Now they've built a platform for streaming. Obviously, of Apple's, but they know that Disney has the properties and money. Exactly. So if Apple bought that. That would do you be crazy. see like do you see yeah, like that would Amazon get, buying that? 
Amazon. Like, well, Amazon can't afford it at all. Amazon is kind of one of those. That's why they they're have kind their of own. Amazon is Amazon and Netflix are similar. What those about, are, those are both companies that have a lot a lot of debt right now. What about Google? App Alphabet. Google. I don't know. Gets, how, I, mean, I don't know big as much to about. Get into I don't. I don't know how much Google is worth, but all I know is Apple is worth in the trillions amount of money. Oh, if they're thinking worth... about dying, buying Disney. You know how much Disney yeah, owns. Exactly. At, like Apple, we Apple, we, we all know how big Disney is. Apple dwarfs Disney. Apple dwarfs Disney in terms of worth, and especially these last few because Apple's not being affected by this. But but um Disney yeah Disney has been losing Disney's lost you know yeah. almost a hundred billion and that puts ESPN. Yeah, I mean, all the sports. Mm. You, yeah, yeah you, so. you, but do you, you know how Disney bought Fox? How? You know how much they bought Fox for? Right. Seventy billion. Billion. Yeah, and they're losing this. They're and they've already basically lost that amount of money so far. Plus, and uh, and then Apple pushed, after they bought that, they pushed out. I mean, they were working on Disney Plus, obviously, but mm-hmm. that's when Disney Plus came out after they get all the rights from Twentieth Century Fox, Fox, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. It's just crazy. Yeah, because it's <laughs> if Apple wanted to, they could buy them. They, I've been hearing reports saying they might not, just because the industries are so different. Like Apple would have to, you know, that would put them in the uh, in the amusement park. You know, the movies, the entertainment. I mean, yeah, more yeah, than and, as far as and the, yep, it's product not on service. Brand. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's, it's a definitely little, not on brand. Exactly. So, but they, that doesn't mean that they won't. That, no, they could. They definitely could. But that they're like the only company really that could afford it, though. Well, Apple's. Apple is number one, then Microsoft, then Amazon, Microsoft. Gotcha. then Alphabet. Makes sense. And then so Amazon's big. Dude. Amazon, it is. I just think Amazon. No, I, they're I, like top I, five well, companies. Well, I know because world. I don't. I don't think they include debt in that. What I'm saying is, I think Amazon oh. is one of those companies that has a crazy amount of debt. I don't know. It's good. All right. So back to movies. Um, Minions so, is the first July so movie to postpone. That that late. We're now we're going in late. Mm-hmm. So now we're seeing. Like the ones that are immediately affected right now, so March, April, May. Mm-hmm. Now you're seeing up to July. Yeah, yeah. Mar- they just said, yeah, Minions is the first July movie so far to be that, pushed. Yeah, they pushed, pushed it back. Yep, they don't know when yet, but they they pushed Minions back. And yeah, that's July. That's going all the way to July. We've heard about you know the 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 March, April, May, and even some of the. I'm June really movies. interested on Black Widow and and Wonder Woman what they're gonna do mm-hmm. because those are immediate mm-hmm. and. They can't lose all this money on it because they've, you know, they're thinking when they're shooting this last year, whatever the, I don't know, takes couple, they're mm. like, you know, oh, we're gonna come out, we got to do this and that, and then boom, this event happens for sure and affects all of them and affects all the shooting and obviously some of these shows that are or movies that are in production, you know, can stop, which is hurting them, but at least they maybe can recoup. What they're gonna not take a total loss in movie. Mm-hmm. These people that have already pushed out, like Onward and and all these movies that just came out this week and um, are gonna be coming out, they 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 stand to lose a lot. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a it's so much money. Imagine, I mean, just imagine this happening in when all the like when Endgame came out in Star Wars. Yeah, like, right. These huge mm-hmm. the Titans. It would have like destroyed these huge it. movies that people have been waiting for forever, like oh, it would have dis- it completely destroyed them. And yeah, those are really expensive. Because if you if you want to talk about how mu- we're talking about how much Black Widow and onward, so this is so Endgame's production. So Endgame's yeah. production budget <laughs> yeah. was in between three hundred and four hundred million. That's their production budget, and their marketing was another two hundred oh, yeah. million. Huge. So 
So for 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 Endgame to break even, that would have had to make eight hundred million at the box office, which is yeah. like a top ten grossing movie. And of, they were over a billion. Oh right? god. Oh yeah. They oh, did. Endgame is the highest grossing movie of all time. It made two point eight billion. Over it did. Avatar. Two two point eight. Yeah. Beat over Avatar. Yeah. Avatar was like two point seven nine. And then Titanic was third, right? Yeah. Titanic made two point one. The uh, what was the first? Force Awakens that made over two billion. Also that really? made that made two point zero six eight. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And Infinity War made over two billion as well. It made two point zero four eight. Yeah, and those it, movies are crazy expensive. Yeah, you, actors, those are movies like those are. You cannot put those in. You no. can't release that to be. No, they would have no. if that would have happened during Endgame or, or Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, no, you're shopping. You're ship. You're putting those on the back burner and waiting until later. But that and that's when I'm kind of. I'm still willing to bet on that they'll do that for Black Widow, but. Warner Brothers is stupider than Disney, though. Like, they are kind of not as smart. <laughs> so if they put Wonder Woman on it, like, that wouldn't surprise me as much as Black Widow. But it's, they're kind of the same situation. Do you think w- this one will do better? Are you, you're excited about this Wonder Woman. I know Oh, very are. excited, yeah. Do you think it'll you like it better? I don't know. The it's first hard. Wonder Woman is pretty good. I, nobody, it, it's it's just, hard to say, yeah. I do like Venom 1. I'm not saying it's a great movie, but it's a lot of good fun, for yeah. sure. It's a lot of good, and it's hilarious. So I... I would give Venom one like a seven out of ten just because like, of the uh, entertainment value. Tom, yeah, Tom Hardy's Tom always. Ha- I love Tom Hardy. That's another actor. You know, not a huge. He's got a lot of range for range. sure. He He's does great. It, it, I the mean, Revenant, the re- uh, that I, Warrior movie. Uh, yeah. It's like about him being a fighter. Bane. He's Bane. Yeah, you know, what he's Venom. What do you talk about? Right? Yeah, he was, and he was I a good was actor. Was born as Bane. in the dark. <laughs> I was born in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. no his him playing. Ba- I, I love that movie because of him in uh, playing Bane. Absolutely. Who's going to break first, your brain <laughs> or your body? Or your body. <laughs> Fight like a child. <laughs> yeah. That whole scene is, yeah, he makes that character fantastic. If you, yeah. When you see He's Bane, him playing Bane, like that Bane, and then you see the, the dumb one. Yeah, like, from uh, from Batman and Robin, or, yes. I think is what oh, it is. My, yeah. It's wow. all cartoonish. It is. It's like animated. Humor. Yeah. They even ruin Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. <laughs> it's like I missed the freeze. That would be cool if they brought Mr. Freeze into the dark. Yeah, like, and made it cool. Oh man. Yeah, they could make him really cool, Mr. Freeze. Because if you see him, if you see Mr. Freeze in Batman the Animated Series, he's a badass mm-hmm. in that show. You know, so probably pushing out er- Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. The Gentleman. Yeah, those they're gonna come out with those early on VOD. Um, yeah, Birds of Prey was kind of in that same situation as as Onward. Well, Birds of Prey kind of ran came, its it course. Was, it was kind of yeah. coming off of the uh, being uh, done. Mm-hmm. It was still in the theaters, mm-hmm. but not as maybe one. Yeah, like but one Bir- but Birds of Prey ran its course. Um, Onward, you know that that they got shunned at the at the beginning of Onwards, but yeah, Birds of Prey was like a box office failure. So honestly, this will just help Birds of Prey really them pushing it out earlier. Right, Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. When is that slated to come out? Does anybody know? 2022. Oh, yeah. so we're ways late. J- James yeah, Gunn's doing that? Yeah. Did he come back on board? Yep. Oh, yeah. Cool. They brought him back for it. I'm excited. Because, you know, he's making the new Suicide Squad movie oh, in that DC. that was the other one. So yeah. they're going, The Suicide it's Squad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now we just put The in front of everything, and we make Apparently, it different. The yeah. Batman. Yeah. So, um... Well, just because they have so many Batman movies, so yeah, that, so that's, why they're yeah. so they're doing the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about that? Because you did not like Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I I'm kind of with you. It's I was excited about the story. Like I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so cool, Suicide. Mm-hmm. But the storyline was, you know that. So what do you think they're gonna do? 
new actors. Well, for the first Suicide Squad, they were trying to copy Guardians, basically. And James Gunn made Guardians. He wrote and directed Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. And and Suicide Squad was trying to copy that, basically. And they did a terrible, terrible job. But, you know, they didn't have, like, the... They didn't have really talented people working on Suicide Squad, like Mm -hmm. the makers of the movie. Like, that movie made a lot of money, but it wasn't talented people. But, yeah, no, so... I'm very, very excited for this new Suicide Squad because James Gunn, the the whole reason the 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 person Suicide Squad was trying to copy is now working on Suicide Squad. He's gonna make that incredible. He's gonna give him, you know, he's gonna he give him the that style for like the Misfit crew. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna give him that chemistry that the that the Misfits of Guardians had. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna give him that chemistry. He's gonna give him that good dialogue, and he's a good writer. He's got he he knows how to make a, a good screenplay and make things interesting. So. Just everything about this Suicide Squad will be better. It'll probably be funnier. You'll buy the relationships more. The story will be better. The pro, you know, the villain will be better. Obviously, I'm, I'm everything about this Suicide Squad is looking to be better. It's basically like if you're gonna mix Suicide Squad and Guardians. Okay. I don't mean Suicide Squad the movie, but just you know, mm-hmm. if you're gonna mix the, the idea of Suicide Squad with Guardians. You think they'll keep the same characters? They'll change the story? Yeah, they're doing different. They're doing different like designs and stuff. Different storyline. Yeah, it'll be that kind of people have been weirdly talking about this. Uh, they don't know how this Suicide Squad. They're like, is it a reboot? Is it a retcon of the first Suicide Squad? That's what right. kind of people have been saying. So I don't know. I think it'll be more of like a sequel. Like they're, they're going to have to count Suicide like Squad as different. Canon. Me too. It'll be a well, it'll be a completely different style like, movie. Yeah, I like the beginning of Suicide Squad introduction of characters because that's mm-hmm. always exciting. It's a little bit entertaining. Yeah, because you get to learn about a little bit of where they all came from and how we're building this team. Yeah. Kind of like Guardian. I like that aspect of a movie when you're building these characters. With Avengers, we kind of got that in separate movies. Mm-hmm. So we built the characters up and then brought them together. So yeah. this is a little different. They're trying to do it. So well, I yes. like that. But then the storyline kind of skewed with the with um, Suicide Squad with the the demon the temp. Uh, Jude Man. No, what the hell's her name? Enchantress, Enchantress, like she's coming terrible. in and like that, and yeah, it was horrible. They, the way and they would have love made, interest, and yeah. I don't know. The way to make that movie better is you would have made Joker the main villain, and you would have changed the way that Joker was. You would have changed that Jared Leto. You wouldn't. You wouldn't make Jared. You wouldn't make the Joker a punk rocker. No, but angst. is he strong enough, like organizational wise, to be a threat to six of these people <laughs> as a group? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes? Yeah. Okay. We're not. Yeah, he's the Joker. Okay. Absolutely. So that's a, that's what I'm saying. As a as a antagonist, is mm-hmm. would that have been a good story? Oh yeah, spin-off? yeah, that would have been great. Trust me, Joker has caused the Justice League many a problems before, like in the animated stuff and in the comics. You know what they could have done is incorporated problems. some other bad guys too. They could have Joker. Oh, absolutely. You know what have I'm his, his henchmen, absolutely, and like you would could have included Two Face and yes. include and um you know the the being a part of yeah. This, What's that would have been guy? cool. What's his other minion? He's got like another guy that he's kind of like bitches around. Scarecrow, yeah, they could have did that. They just could have done a lot of There's... cooler stuff with that movie. But yeah, okay. I'm really excited for James Gunn to to handle it because he's gonna guardians it. He's gonna make it better. And obviously, Suicide Squad is kind of known as the worst DCU movie. Mm-hmm. So he's going in making that movie knowing it's like, all right, we're gonna make a good movie here. You it's know, like we got Ragnarok. Ch- it. Right. It's like we got a yeah. Ch- yeah, exactly like Ragnarok. That movie's so much better than the first two Thors. One hundred percent agree. I like Thor one. I don't like Thor two. No, but yeah, God, no I don't like does. Thor two. Yeah, but <laughs> Thor three is just incredible. It's a top six, top five MCU movie for me. Um, yeah, it's great. So yeah, I'm really excited for James Gunn. You know, 
And then, yeah, he's going to be coming back working on Guardians 3. Mm-hmm. That's one of the main reasons, though, Guardians 3 isn't coming out for a bit is because he's already wor- he's working on Suicide Squad right now. Yeah. But for Suicide Squad, they f- they finished shooting. They film- finished filming and everything. They're just in post-production now. So mm-hmm. I just watched Jumanji Next Level last night. Did you? Yeah, well, yeah it's, it's pretty good. It was. What else are you watching? I, I watched... I watched another episode of Hunters. No, I that was one I didn't get into. I haven't watched any more of the Hunters. I think gotcha. I'm three or four episodes in three. Episodes. I, yeah, I watched the second episode too. It's good. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's interesting about how they film that. Do you like how they kind of go off where they kind of oh. do the scene and they're mm-hmm. like make it like a game show, like it's like mm-hmm. introducing characters? Isn't it? Yeah, I like, I like how that. It's kind of shot. Absolutely, I it's, like that it, stuff. It's very entertaining. Um, I watched uh eleven twenty two. 63. Did you watch it all the way? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm in episode two. Okay, Those are cool. longer episodes. Yeah, they're 50 minute, yeah. Um, Like I said, mm-hmm. I, it's another... It's entertaining. Interesting. Uh, I've also watched... I didn't watch any more of Devs. Mm. Um, You did. Yeah, I watched the first episode of that. I That's enjoy it. First. it. That's all where you're at? Yeah, I just watched I'm pretty the first much episode. About there. What I've been watching at night is <laughs> Below Deck, so... What's that? I it, Oh, it's reality show oh oh something like that no it's not big brother it's like yeah so below i so i watched it when i was out of town i watched it in the hotel room it was just on i'm Mm -hmm. like oh this is kind of entertaining then i came home like whatever and me and jessa were talking about it and she's like oh we should watch that so we started watching below deck yachts so it's basically yachts Mm -hmm. rich people mega rich Mm -hmm. rental yacht uh, for a couple days, they cruise up the Mediterranean. Usually, they're in the Mediterranean. I think one of the series they're in Caribbean, but or Fiji or whatever. But most of it's in the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. and it's got a crew of uh, people, like three stewards, deckhands, and stuff. And it's they hire they come in for this yacht season, mm-hmm. which is like three months. So basically, these people come in, rent the yacht, and they basically it's five star. They cook, do everything, take them cruising, like. Wipe their butts. Like, yeah, you know nice. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's it's super high level. Well, it follows the crew around and like just the dynamics of that. So it's a reality show. Cool. I don't know. It's I, I think it's entertaining. It's funny. It's you see all these people. You know, they're living in obviously qu- close quarters because mm-hmm. on a boat they don't have much room and, and it's just it's pretty much. It's just all about their drama, basically. It's drama. Gotcha. And, and, you, and it's like any show that mm-hmm. you see, they produce drama. You know. Shows like Bachelor, they they entice stuff for things mm. to happen wrong. Yeah, because nobody wants to watch these shows when everything's roses and happy. Mm. They like the drama. Oh so. no, our engine is broke. It, well, not no. It's mostly just personal yeah. issues between stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been watching that. That's kind of the off one. But um, that's it. I need to get back into Hunters because of this timing and. I want to finish eleven twenty two. Mm-hmm. I want to get back. I want to get in the dark because you hype it up so much. And I'm telling you, like, like I just want to. It, it really, really picks up in the second season too. The first season's great, but the second season is when you start questioning your entire right? life. Yeah, that was yeah. Netflix. You literally question your entire existence watching this show. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I don't. Uh, I don't know what else. Have you been watching anything, Ashton? Oh, I watched Six off? Underground yesterday. Did you like it? Uh, it was alright. It was just like it's action. over the top. It's big Mike, big Michael action. Bay it's explosions. Michael Bay, Michael Bay I mean, explosions. A... Yeah, it, it's got entertain. Did it's... you like the storyline? You know though? what you're getting into. Yeah, the plot, the storyline was kind of like Jack Ryan type deal with explosions for explosions. Like they didn't exist, kind of like yeah, their I identities like, like are kind of hidden. Like yeah, they're like fine. classified as dead, but yeah. they're yes. using them for special um secret stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. 
Uh, what else? Any other shows you're watching? No. I mean, kind of got nothing super new as far as series, but there's a lot of stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, Netflix, Hulu. No, I haven't really been watching anything. Yeah, no. So you said Dav's uh, just one. Yeah, started the first episode. So Do I like you like that. it? Yeah, oh yeah, I like it. It's, yeah, it's I just want very your take enticing. On that. I like it a lot, actually. It's very enticing, you know, just from the first episode so Wasn't far. Wasn't it weird, though? Oh like yeah, it's very it was... si- it's science-y. It is science-y, and it's mm-hmm. like... Quite, it's a, it's, a, it's about on. quantum stuff. It's a it's a big into quantum physics and quantum computing. That's okay. that whole Debs facility thing. Which you know, is it's short it's, for development. Yeah, is what Debs yeah, is. it's completely quantum. You know, because you could see like the floating elevator, and it's like the the floor is like floating because okay, it's, <laughs> uh, it's all quantum. It's all quantum. Was that stuff. really needed? What do you mean? Like, the, the, uh, okay, <laughs> when he goes in, the elevator that goes across and is floating. Like, oh, I feel like that's over the top just to go 10 feet. It could be. Oh, yeah. Well, it's mainly a security thing because they, the, when, would, they, were, when okay. they were walking up like to the facility. Like, you could just hurry up and get out. Yeah, quick. when they were walking up to the facility, you know, Nick Offerman's character was talking about, like, how was, he was kind of talking about Don't the security measures. Yeah, you like, can't uh, leave with anything. Exactly. So, yeah, that was that elevator is part of the security. That's Okay. What, it's like, if for some reason you can get past these first few, like, this gold thing and, like, yeah. the shield then you're not gonna be able to get past that okay so all right so i we'll think see it's how really cool though and goes. interesting yeah I mean, because hunt- there's like four six out now there's four of them out okay. it's gonna be it's it's a mini series though it's only supposed to be eight episodes like one season that's okay. what it's supposed to be so far so yeah they've they've released four of the episodes so far i'm gonna watch the rest of them maybe today so I'm I'm also watching the show right now called Atlanta. Do you guys know what that is? It's Childish Gambino's yeah, show. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard good that, things about yeah, that. Yeah, that's one of the most Oh, hot. Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's older. Yeah, no, older. I mean it's, it's not, not older. It came out I think came out in 2014 was the first episode it's maybe not, it's when not, that it's older or let me see when okay. it came out well it's not 2020 no, 20, no 2016 yeah i mean it's a it's not a new release as oh, of no, within no. a year is no, what I meant. Yeah, no. So it's like a, it's it's also like a dramedy. You know, it's got a lot of comedic stuff because Childish Gambino comes from a comedic oh, background. Yeah. You know, he's he was on uh, Community. SNL. Community. Yeah, Community. Yeah. You know, Community. Who made that? Right. Who? Um, Russo Brothers. Well, no. no, yeah, they they wrote on it. Yeah, but no. Joe com- McHale's in there. Too. Yeah, no, but Community is made by Dan Harmon, and Dan Harmon is the yep. co-creator of Rick and Morty. Dan Harmon and Justin okay. Roiland. So a lot yeah, of people da- come off of Community. Yeah, too. exactly. So yeah, Dan Harmon's the co-creator of Rick and Morty, and Dan Harmon is the creator of Community. So yeah, that's that's another reason why Community is good because Dan Harmon, you know, he's the show. How do you like it? Atlanta's good. I enjoy. Is it about what's it about? What's the basic storyline? So, Charles Gambino's the main guy. He's poor, so mm-hmm. ba- basically, he doesn't really have a job. His his cousin um, is a rapper, and now he's starting to manage his cousin. But he, it's also about him trying to make ends meet, and he's got a relationship with Zazie Beats. Her, uh, Zazie Beats is in the show. You know, she she was in. You guys know Zazie Beats, right? She was in. Z- you know Zazie Beats, right? She was in. No, who's she, that? Zazie Beats was in. So she was in Joker. She played the girl in Joker. Uh-huh. Uh you know his love interest and Zazie Beats is also in Deadpool 2. You know she plays the lucky girl, the girl who Have you guys seen Deadpool 2? Yeah. Yeah, Deadpool, she's like the lucky girl like Oh, did you ever see Triple Frontier on Netflix? No, I never. Since you like Ben Affleck? Yeah, no, I haven't got uh, able to watch it. Just, the only reason I bring it up cuz you like Ben Affleck, so. Mm-hmm. All right, go I, ahead. I would check it out though, yeah. So yeah, no, Atlanta, I'm a, I'm on the 5th episode of Atlanta mm-hmm. and yeah, it's good. It's like I said, it's one of the most acclaimed things on TV right now. That's why I wanted to check it out and I'm also a big Childish Gambino fan. Yeah, he's so, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, good it, it's, good it's good. It's definitely it's like a dramedy, you know, it's in that same vein as like 
kind of you know like like uh like Barry or Louie or Mister in Between. It's like a thirty minute drama kind played of. Played Lando. So it's very vis- yeah. yeah, he did he play did Lando. I liked him as Lando. I, I did like him as Lando. Some people say they didn't, but I like him as Lando. Yeah, I don't I care. I like Solo. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it's right. It is Solo. If you like Solo, you will like Firefly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you will like Firefly. That was on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Not Netflix. That was yeah. the one written by Joss Whedon. Yeah. Joss yep. Whedon. Yeah, you you'll see. As soon as you start watching, you'll like. Yeah, like, I yep. I recognize this. I'm excited right. about like as you're going in there because stuff coming out here in the next week. Ozark. Yeah. Season three, which is going to be really it, huge. I, that's cool. I do want to watch that. Ozark. Mm-hmm. Um, I might start it just because the third season's coming out and it'll be something like to you talk said, about. It, like Breaking Bad. But mm-hmm. it's, it's good. If you like Jason Bateman, yeah, I do. So he's got his he, he's serious, mm-hmm. but he has that Jason Bateman sarcastic serious, which you kind of there's some a little humor that you can mm-hmm. appreciate. But it it is definitely absolutely. A drama. So oh, and then on on HBO, I'm watching Silicon Valley. You guys have heard of that show, I, right? I watched I've I think season it. one. Oh, have you? Cool. Uh, T J Miller. Yeah, it's, he's I so he's so TJ funny. Miller. Yeah, for real. And so, you know that show's made by Mike Judge, right? Really? Yeah, Mike Judge, Beavis, who, and, Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah. Um, King of the Hill. Yep. And the movie Office Space. Have you seen that? Oh, love Office. Yeah, Space. that's all Mike Judge. You know, that's so a, that's another. That's what I call a sleeper movie. Mm-hmm. And so, then, how do you like Silicon Valley? Oh, I like it. It's enjoy. It's funny, but I like the story about it too. You know, some it's some good characters in there. Yeah, actors. Yeah, because it's about upcoming. the kid. Yeah, the kid is. He's got like a technology, and he's selling it. But now, like, yeah, he's coming up with a business plan, and mm-hmm. like, you know, they're coming all that stuff. But yeah, it's also really. It's also one of those shows. It's mainly sitcomy. It's mainly funny, but it's also got that drama stuff because it's got like a, a story kind of. It's a dramedy for sure. So yeah. I'm watching that, and then you know, Westworld season three just premiered on Sunday night. Yeah, how so, did you watch that episode? Yeah, I watched was it. Good. Episode. It it was good. I so the beginning of the season for Westworld, you never know what you're gonna get. So it, I wasn't completely expecting what I saw, but I like it, and I could see where they're gonna go, and I'm enjoying it. I'm very intrigued. Mm-hmm. And you know, Aaron Paul's in this season of Westworld, and so, oh, Kingdom. So the, the Kingdom. I, okay, mm-hmm. do you like that? I think I don't know if I started. I had no, I haven't started it yet. I want to. You know what I'm talking? It's the Korean show about zombies, right? Or are you talking oh, no. about a different kingdom? I am. I'm yeah, there's like there's multiple nights. things. Sorry. Yeah, there's multiple things called Kingdom. So no, Kingdom. Okay. They just came out with season two of Kingdom two weeks ago. It's a Netflix original show. Mm-hmm. It's Korean, so you can watch it dubbed. But it's got insanely good reviews. It's about zom- It's about a zombie breakout basically, and I think it takes place in like Edo feudal, Korea. Not well, not Japan, but like you know feudal Korea or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's about it's like about some type of zombie outbreak, and it's got really good reviews. And I hear there's some type of like twist or something in the second season. So I want to check it out because it's getting really good reviews. And that's it, guys. Cool. Yeah. See you later. I want to thank everybody for listening to Objective Insanity today. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Objective Insanity. You can also find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts.